fuck is up, gamers? Welcome to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, the number one leftism podcast made by, for, and of the Terminally Online. I'm Sarah, and my son's name is also Nestor. <laughs> um, first of all, I want to reiterate the fact that it is very much not a threat. Thank you, yes. Because you did not leave me space to say it. It's been a, it's been a little it's been a hot minute since we got on the mic together, so I forgot the <laughs> I forgot the I forgot the uh, the history and the history of this podcast. I'm, I'm right by our window, so there was like a sniper dot cha- trained on my chest until I mentioned that it was not a threat. Um, they're gonna, they're gonna uh, hope, delete hope, my blog like Sam Canning. I hope that sniper's getting hazard pay. <laughs> Out in the Rona. Yeah. God, it it has been a hell of a month. Wait wait wait, who are you? Oh, I'm Matt, um, also known as Fuck Wendig. But, uh, uh, yeah, um, it's been a hell of a month. A lot of things that we are not going to get into as huge detail in on the show, um, which is technically what the this, this segment up top is for, is just mm-hmm. kind of talking about the news in general. Yeah. Um, so we've basically covered nothing in regards to the protests surrounding the death of George Floyd, mostly because we have not had an episode. Yep. Uh, but the uh, firm stance of the podcast is fuck all cops, defund all cops. Fuck all cops, defund all cops. Uh, support the Black Lives Matter movement. Donate if you can. Uh, share links, sign petitions if you cannot. Um, Make yeah, sure that the I, org that you're donating to still needs the money uh, so as not to end up in the situation of the Minnesota Freedom Fund, who suddenly had 350 times their usual annual income. Um, and then got accused of being scam artists because of it. Yeah. Thankfully, that didn't pan out the way that Ian Miles Chong and Andy No wanted it to. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just, you know. Uh, the Yeah, it's a very much a moving target. Like, uh, the, um, yeah, like, the even the, place, the places that, like, we, the podcast, we, we donated a chunk of change to a couple of funds, and those places are, like, not in need of funds right now because they got so much... Money. Yeah, well, it's like one of the places we donated we donated money as 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 a pod was to the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Yeah. I think it was like right after they were starting, right around when they were starting to redirect donations. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, but yeah, but, basically wherever there is currently something happening is probably your mm-hmm. best bet. Um, definitely, Bail a bunch funds. of Confederate statues got torn down and yeah. often thrown into rivers. Did you see that one of the... Oh, God. Uh, it's in the UK somewhere. Yeah, yeah, like, I know which one like, you're talking about. They knocked it into the river, and then there was that, like, those Snapchat photos the next day of, like, some, some like, ripped-ass man trying to dredge a fucking statue out of a, and, like, out the, of a this body is, of water. This, like, this wasn't, like a, like, a cheapo Confederate monument, which are all, like, you know, super light, made out of really shitty metal, and you could tear them down with, like, three people with a bit of musculature. Like, this mm. was, like, a full metal statue. Full metal yeah. statue. The full metal statue. And um, just just a note that any statue that is made of bronze can suffer extreme damage from something called bronze disease if it um, is... If, if it has uh, if it is exposed to chlorides and also several acidic compounds present in tomatoes. Um, if you want to keep your statues well-preserved, uh, do not put those items anywhere near, uh, the Confederate monuments. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't want history to undergo Um, severe bronze disease. (laughs) 
Oh god, that argument that like people that like this is like destroying our history is so fucking funny to me. Like, especially in the states. Like, it, I, I don't know. Maybe this is different in like not like states. Maybe this is different in other states. But like in New York, I remember spending a lot of time learning about the Confederacy. Like that history is not going away just because someone pulled down oh, yeah. fucking. I don't even remember. I, you know what? Maybe, maybe you know. I forgot Robert E. Lee's name for a minute there, and maybe history is getting deleted. It's like the fucking Back to the Future shit. Fucked up. I can't believe that they're editing over all old Dukes of Hazards footage to replace the Confederate flag with the Pride flag. And I, I, I can't believe they're they're gonna have to recut Accidental Racist to. <laughs> <laughs> we can't mention Accidental Racist lest we accidentally end two different episodes of the podcast with the same song like we did with OG Mako 12 Bricks. <laughs> I mean, that's dude, That's definitely going to have a third time. Yeah, no, um, no for sure. Sorry, sorry to hard left here, but there was something that I wanted to talk about that has been uh, in, in regards to the protests. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and Wait, hold on. Let me just... Okay, thank you. Um, in regards to the protests, specifically in regards to the continued extrajudicial... extrajudicial extrajudicial killing of mostly black people by the cops. Right. Uh, the most recent ones. Um, and I can't say for sure. I can't say that these are, that these are definitely by the cops. Maybe they're just by some white supremacists, but these recent, uh, this recent string of lynchings that have been occurring, uh, one such being Malcolm Harsh in Victorville, California, mm-hmm. and another being Robert Fuller in Palmdale, California. Uh, both happened earlier this week at time of recording. Um, well, actually, no, those like ones were last late, week, weren't they? Li- they were like late last week. Yeah, earlier. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Late, uh, late last week. Um, they've all been reported as, uh, and there was also one the other day in. Uh, hold on, I have the link here to make sure I don't get the details wrong. They didn't release this person's name. Uh, out of, the family's request made that. Uh, but uh, Huntington, there was a uh, uh, in Huntington, Long Island. Uh, there was another uh, black man found hanging from a tree, and it has been declared a suicide, which... Um, like, the so, most like, possible... Like, I think this is possibly... It's not even the most suspicious thing cops have done this week. No. Um, that would go to Milwaukee, which is a story that is, one, horrifying, and two, um, developing enough that it is not going to be mentioned in detail on this podcast... Um, yeah, but it that, involves trafficking, still... and I highly suggest that if you want to be informed about it, that you look it up with a very, very heavy um, disclaimer yeah, of the content very, you're about to see. Very heavy content warning for child sexual abuse in yeah. that uh, whole story. Um, Furthermore, but, fuck cops, but continue. Yeah, f- absolutely fuck cops. Um, all, all of these have been reported as suicides, which, I mean, aside from the circumstantial evidence proving it the otherwise, such as the fact that there have been, like, no suicide notes left and, like, no ladders or anything from mm-hmm. which someone could do it, like, on top of all that, black men are just not hanging themselves from trees. Like, no, no. That's like, not, it's like... It's, that's not... That's really just not a thing. It's just not gonna like, happen. There's... That is way too loaded. Absolutely not. Like, it's just not fucking happening. It's not fucking um, happening. And it's just fucking sickening. Um, on, on a similar note, uh, Bubba Wallace, a NASCAR driver, uh, they found uh, they found a noose tied in his garage on his uh, pull. Uh, you know, like the, the pull cord for the garage. Yeah, yeah, the pull cord for the garage. Um, people were uh, there were some responses that were like saying, "Oh, it's all blown out of proportion." But the some photos came out today, and it just looks like fucking like it is a fucking like, noose. It is a fucking noose. Like yeah, it, and it well, looks, it's like it, it there was like, uh, an ar- argument basically to the extent that. Uh, 
it had been there for a while now. But of course, yeah, you NASCAR's- know, no one had been around. And even even NASCAR today, we're we're pretty we're pretty. Uh, clear it was like this is the only garage that this happened in we checked yeah. everyone's pull cords it NASCAR is only the one garage s- it's not a coincidence yeah nascar did also say that they have not like ver- they, they this is like the, the they the last time that they really saw this was in october but um yeah it's pretty clear what this is like um and uh the i, I did, when i was doing a little bit of digging to get more details on this on all of these, I saw some really disgusting stuff from, you know, everyone's favorite, Dinesh D'Souza. Oh, great. Uh, like, just calling him Bubba Smollett. Oh, good. So, yeah. I Sure, sure I I'm know. glad to be part of the same hyper-specific Indian diaspora as him. <laughs> In that it's I have just... many relatives with the last name D'Souza. Yeah. <laughs> God. But... Yeah, but yeah, no, NASCAR's been NASCAR's been pretty good on it, and also NASCAR were the ones who, um, like, just a couple of weeks before that this was found, had uh, banned the Confederate flag from all cars. I yeah, I, I don't know if that was weeks or days or anything. But yeah, it was, like, it was it was it was fairly the, close. Everyone's been everyone's pretty much said this at this point, but the the speed at which the Overton window has been yanked to the, oh, to the left is truly like incredible, like. I am just, it's genuinely just, like, staggering. Like, even, Mm -hmm. it's so far to the left that now even, like, Republicans are having to come out and say, we condemn all police brutality. Right. Um, And, except, yeah, but. um, I mean, yeah, even that's a a very good step above um, they deserved it, which was the previous Republican line. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty Um, much. Like, even, to hear it coming out of Trump is, like, fucking I feel like I'm living in bizarro. Land. Well, yeah, like his earliest claim to fame politically is the Central Park Five. Yeah, like that's like the earliest thing that was him explicitly putting his name on something politically. Yeah, or at least one of the earliest, other than like all the times him and his dad were sued for racist discrimination in their housing. Yeah, um, you know that whole thing. I'd recommend. Uh, I, 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 I've definitely recommended this episode on multiple occasions, but the dollop, uh, the three hundredth episode of the dollop on, on Donald low, Trump, on, yeah. on Trump, yeah, those are good. Uh, those are good episodes to listen to. Very, very good episodes. I'm still. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring up petty internet bullshit, but I'm still blocked by their Twitter for saying, <laughs> "Hey, you guys covered a, you guys covered a trans issue badly." And, and then they blocked. They, they blocked like everyone for that. They blocked so many people. God, what a fucking shit fit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad that they finally got better about, like, putting citations within the episodes themselves and not, yeah. like, two items removed from the post on their website. Yeah. I'm not, like, too, I'm not, like, too sour about it. Like, I do still dip into the dollop every once in a while yeah. for, like, certain episodes. Like, their, their McCain episode, for example, I, I Oh, yeah, absolutely. Resist. The day he died. <laughs> oh, that was so good. God, remember when McCain fucking died? Oh, uh, sick. Remember when he claimed to be pro-life, but then he died anyway? Uh, Remember how he crashed three separate planes, and yet that wasn't what killed him? God, he, he, the, the Joseph Joestar of humans. I don't get uh, the reference. I know it's JoJo, but that's about all. Yeah, that's that's fair. Don't worry about it. Let's move on. Um, uh, do you want to... Okay, wait. Uh, so, we can cut this, but do you have anything serious that you need to... That you want to go for? Because I mean, I, I figured we'd give, like, a quick update on Miss Rona. The yeah, uh, so you you go ahead. You you've got this. Uh, I mean, I don't. I didn't even really have anything specific, but um, 
it sure is show it is sure is telling that all the people who say that um socialized medicine in Italy didn't save them from the pandemic and yet the numbers in Italy are now significantly 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 lowered from when the pandemic started there and yet the one country the one major country without any form of uh, socialized medicine whatsoever looks Wait, like no the whammy, fucking no whammy, stonks no whammy, emoji no whammy no whammy no whammy no whammy come on not the united states it's not the united states come on it's the united states <sighs> oh fuck <laughs> they look like the stonks chart it's like, going we're, right we're, up uh this is just off memory but i'm pretty sure like we ballooned back like we we dropped to like 50 new cases per million people uh a couple of weeks ago and now we're back up to like 80 well like, yeah even your even even the european union is like is like trailing down to a good to a decent point well yeah someone made a comparison chart that was a per capita comparison chart uh and on that chart the u.s looked pretty bad then someone yeah. did a just pure by the numbers chart and this noting that the European population, that the European Union's population is about 1.5 times that of the United States. So about 400, we're just, 450 we're just million at- versus 300 million, and the chart still looked really fucking bad, despite that, despite that huge advantage of total numbers. Even even without considering per capita, it was real bad. This is like, have you ever played a fighting game and you're better uh, at it than your friends? Uh, so you play with a handicap with like a handicap that you start with like less health. And then you just still fucking beat their ass into the ground anyways because you're, like, in that middle ground of not quite good enough to play tournaments but too good for your friend group? Yes. It's, that's what's happening. That, I, that's... I, I think of it like that one chart where it's, like, you know, there's, like, all the people standing on the podium, but it's a little zoomed in. And there's the guy, like, giving, like, double middle fingers towards the crowd and, like, popping, like, two bottles of champagne at the same time. And then it yeah. zooms out and reveals that he's in 15th place. <laughs> yep. I'm kind of thinking oh, of that one. God, did you see fucking that Mike Pence thing that he put up on uh, a Medium article that was literally just the fucking, the onion, the the uh, further tens in the Middle East will destabilize the entire region. Versus, versus no, no, it, it won't. won't. <laughs> yeah. Just literally. There Possibly won't be one of the wave. best articles they've ever put out. Yeah, definitely. Just absolute denial of, no, there's not going to be a second wave, which like, not to, I'm not gonna give it to him, but like on a technicality, yeah, we're still kind of in the first. We're still kind of it, in the first one. It never went. It never went down like, significantly. That, that's, not, that's not 100 percent true. Like across the nation, there are definitely a couple of states that have had enough of a recession to constitute this being a second wave per epidemiologists. Right. But like as a country, no, <laughs> not really. No. I and mean, like, like it's just. It was like 30 minutes before we started reporting. Uh, recording that uh, the governor of Texas said that there has been a huge spike of cases due to reopening. And it's yep. just a whole bunch of people replying to the tweet with, like, various, like, pretend-to-be-shocked emojis. Because, yep. like, really, Surprise. that's all we could Surprise fucking do at this point. Tweet. They don't listen. They don't. They've never listened. Which, yeah, uh, that, but- that does remind me. If you're trying to go to a restaurant to sit down in a restaurant, fuck you. Like, fuck you, just unilaterally fuck you. Go fuck like, yourself. Yeah. Fuck you. Eat shit. Fuck you. And um, let's go back to... Remember that... I uh, remember there's this one episode a couple of episodes ago where I was like, if you are denying the realities of this virus, I want you to eat someone's discarded tissues out of the out of the garbage and catch coronavirus, but it was cut because it was too mean. That, again, but for real. <laughs> I don't remember that one being cut. <laughs> I don't remember who was editing that week, but it was cut. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, it's... Oh God! I, I am I, I'm living in a much more uh, red part of the city than I was uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. 
it's just there's no one no one gives a shit like i i i drove past a uh a local bar which side side sidebar i guess um they until very very recently i thought that the a local bar tc hooligans was like a chain of restaurants that existed i think there's something about that name that does imply that it's a chain Right? Like, TC Hooligans does not sound like a, like a fucking local joint. No, no, not at all. I but, think you're valid um, for this one. It wasn't, it was, like, the other day when I was replying to someone on my locked Twitter, and they were like, man, this, this whole fucking COVID thing is so scary, just everything's opening back up, and I replied to them, yeah, I drove past a TC Hooligans the other day, and people were just like, it was just stocked to the brim of people, and they said, sorry, you drove past a what? <laughs> I've lived in this town for 20 goddamn years, and I only just found out that TZ Hooligans is a single location place. <laughs> like, you think that you'd, you'd at least, like, if you if you, if you you thought it was a chain, that you could at least name a second one in Rochester? The thing is, <laughs> the thing is that I think helped contribute to that is that recently they moved from the mall to, like, somewhere down the street. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah. Uh, Th- that's going to bring up two different addresses on Google. And without yeah. Google, though, what are we, we don't know anything. Yeah. Oh God. But yeah, that the just driving past that place, it was like, I, and like there, uh, uh, earlier this week, also, um, I was having to, uh, I had to help my dad with something, and it was like it was something that was like an hour and a half, two hours away. Right. On our way back, we tried to stop at some place on the road for food that was like Dan's Chicken Shack or what the fuck ever, and it was right. just stocked, like completely full of Trumpers, like coated in the coated in Trump gear. And just not a single person was wearing a mask except for uh, myself. And it was just, it's just terrifying. I've had to go into like one place without having a mask available. And it was literally because I needed to buy masks. And none of the pharmacies seemed to have any for some reason. Um, and it's like a store. Uh, Canadians will be familiar. It's called Giant Tiger. And it's Fuck like. yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. It's Giant Tiger. <laughs> yeah, it's dude. Giant Tiger. But unfortunately, they are not good. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, basically their, their whole claim to fame is being like. Um. It's like a very discounty kind of store. It has like clothes and groceries and it's basically like it rolls three different kinds of store into one and the whole place is basically kind of a Walmart one then. It's kind of a Walmart one but less spacious. Gotcha. Cuz I feel a lot more comfortable in a Walmart right now than I would in this Giant Tiger cuz the whole thing is yeah. basically built like the entrances and exits are two completely separate doors that don't like overlap each other at all. And well, that's, that's you have good. to you basically have to walk through the whole store to get to the exit. It's like a that's big bad. maze. That's um, not... Which is particularly oh. bad when people are completely ignoring any floor signage and just walking any which way. If everyone was going straight, it would be fine. Um, but I almost had a panic attack trying to get masks and coming out of there. And um, as a result, we, we basically we brought brochure, groceries afterwards. We went to a different store for groceries, thank God. Um, and then I just have not left the house since. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it sucked. There was a few people with masks, but, like, largely people did not give a shit. The only place I've seen that's, like... I mean, well, grocery stores in general and, like, the liquor stores and, like, anything... Anything that's under, like... I, I guess, like, guidelines. It's like, yeah. provincially owned stuff is going to be under guidelines. Grocery stores all have, like, certain guidelines. Uh, the best place I've seen has been the Bulk Barn, which is, like, a... Just, like, a bulk food store, Costco. which is the kind of thing... Kind of thing you're not going to imagine is going to be really easy to keep open during a pandemic. Uh-huh. Uh, and the only way that they are allowed to stay open is that they are allowed three people in the store, and that counts the two employees. 
One employee stays at the cash and makes sure no one comes in the door. The other one walks around the store with you and scoops for you. It was that, like, I have never was... felt, it, it is a lot, but it was the only way they were allowed to stay open. And I felt so fucking safe picking up candy. I was like, this is amazing. I had to wait this half is... an hour in line, but it was worth it. This is this is the cleanest pound of gummy sharks I've ever bought in my life. Oh my god, I got so many gummy worms and like um like some Jolly Rancher gummies. I was actually just there to pick up magnesium and melatonin. Like I needed mm. I needed like the the bulk pills. Yeah. Um cuz you know, it's the cheapest way to buy vitamins. Pro yeah. tip if you're ever in Canada, buy your melatonin here. It's so much cheaper. Buy your melatonin. Buy your buy your melisander here. <laughs> Buy we, your Melly Sanders some on co- I don't fucking know what We I'm started thinking. calling it that And then I just like Used it in conversation And my friend's like I hate that I know What you're talking about Cause it's just like <laughs> Our brainworms have been Have persisted so severely That people just understand When I say dumb shit like that Peacock brain is forever Truly But yeah <laughs> Peacock like, brain is the Pontypool of, be- of existence <laughs> Listen to the Fear baiting episode On Pontypool Sorry for how many times I say the phrase That is banned from this podcast yeah, it's it's your it's your ponty pool. It's, <laughs> it is. It's it's your own. It's your own personal. I mean, I guess you're allowed to say it. I'm just not allowed to say it. No, censor that shit. <laughs> Someone beep it. Someone beep it. I don't no, even know who's actually. Editing. It's fine. Just cut that entire segment because I I skipped like my brain skipped like four synapses on the way to that joke because I was gonna say it's your own personal cellar door and then I do the fucking uh, personal Jesus joke but I kind of skipped that connective tissue so it doesn't really make much sense to anyone yeah. but me. It's fine. Just put it on the Patreon or something. <laughs> they yeah, deserve something. Sure. Absolutely. Um. Hey, Matt, do you have any sons? Um, I do have two sons uh, named Looker and Nanu, who you can find many pictures of in our animal channel. But I do know what you're getting with. How how about human sons? I don't have any human sons, no. Alright, neither does Matt Gates, but he'd sure like you to think otherwise. (laughs) Okay, so like, he's had this guy around for like a while, right? Yeah, okay, so, so here's the thing. Uh, he, uh, on, an, on, uh, 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 there was a, an argument in, uh, in the, uh, House Judiciary markup. This is like, a, this story is like a week and a half old, but I wanted to talk about it because it's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Where, uh. I mean, we uh, haven't recorded uh, in like three weeks. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, longer than that. Louisiana Democrat Cedric L. Richmond, uh, uh, was talking about disparities between, uh, the, you know, between, like, you know, just basically kind of talking about the. Disparities in policing that, you know, leads to black parents having to give their kids the talk and that not that not applying to, you know, white kids. Um, yeah. And he'll, he's just talking about like how the, you know, I'm quoting from a roll call article here. Uh, he's just talking, he's talking about his individual experiences with excessive policing and uh, concerns over racial disparities uh, and the impact it would have for his black son. And Gate- Matt Gates interjects, are you suggesting none of us have non-white children? <laughs> like, like... Louis, uh, 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 Richmond is literally talking about his black son, and Gates just like jumps on the most specific nit he could possibly pick, which is right. non having a non-white child. God, Rich- I mean, like, hey, like just just as, just as a quick aside here, um, police violence does impact all forms of racialized people. Yes, but absolutely. like when people are centering black voices in a conversation about police violence, there's a fucking reason they're doing it. 
It's because yeah. they are even among uh, people of color disproportionately affected. And that goes yeah. for indigenous people as well who face uh, a huge, huge portion of police violence in Canada. Yeah. Uh, Richmond Richmond responded to him, it's not about the color of your kids, it's about black males, black people in the streets that are getting killed. And if one of them happens to be your kid, I'm concerned about him too, and clearly I'm more concerned about him than you are. Than you are. Uh, Gates fired back, you're claiming to have more concern for my family than I do. Who the hell do you think you are? And then, <laughs> and yeah, then, and then people and then dig tweeted, the fuck in. And then the next day he tweeted, I, I love my, my uh, I, I love my big, beautiful, my big, beautiful karate son, Nestor Gates. <laughs> Next, Nestor Galban specifically, right? Uh, so he's and, he's uh, he was a Cuban expat, was it? And that he's working, he was working in Gates's office, right? Like yeah. as some kind of like, I mean, <laughs> I think it, I think the people digging into it raised a lot more questions, um, such as the fact that he apparently has been working for him like long enough that he would have been like under eighteen. Yeah, when he was working as an intern, probably unpaid. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, uh, Matt Gates uh, did not refer to him ha- refer to him ha- as his son for uh, did not refer to him as his son for a while. Uh, instead, choosing to refer to him as part of his family story and a remarkable young man. But uh, Matt Gates has a fucking podcast called Hot Takes. Ugh, disgusting. Uh, and the, <laughs> the description of last Friday's podcast episode is re- is this: Do more AG Bar Gator Bait and Chief canceled. Nestor's primetime debut. I hate it. <laughs> it sounds like the fucking preview shit for a Naruto episode. Like It really does. Do more, AG Bar. Gator Bait and Chief Cancel. Next time on Naruto, Nestor's primetime debut. Good lord. Do you ever just um, like kind of forget so, that podcasts in this in like that sphere exist? Like people Yeah. Today I learned that Lowe's has a podcast and it dealt me irreparable psychic damage. Oh my god! Like the company of Lowe's. Ah. Um. We need to abandon this medium and go back to YouTube. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. YouTube is uh, a, a hell hell ground. hell zone. Um. So, <laughs> for until I read this article, uh, I had assumed I had thought that like Nestor was like. Uh, like I don't know, like a stepchild or some of or something that uh, which would have made more sense, but um, instead he uh apparently Nestor Galban, which is his last name, not Gates, right? Uh, Nestor Galban is the so he's related to an ex girlfriend of Matt's. Do you want to guess how this person is related to this ex girlfriend of Matt's? Like a cousin? It's his. Br- it's it's the girlfriend's brother. Oh Jesus Christ. Quote, I sort of feel like a single step parent at times. His ex-girlfriend's brother? His ex-girlfriend's brother. Oh my god, I thought it was at least someone's kid. Yeah, no. I mean, it is someone's kid. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, quote, he's 19 years old now. Our family was never defined by paperwork or blood. It was truly defined by the love we have for each other. So, Fuck sakes. Th- th- thank you, Matthew. I hope he is. He up for getting primaried this year? I hope so. We can we can talk about fuck some fucking primaries today. Yeah, some good primaries happened last night. Uh, well, not last night. Uh, two nights ago, at time recording, and also it's kind of a rolling thing because 
uh, absentee ballots are right. uh, happening a lot. Oh, God. I was just listening to, right before this episode, I was listening to last week's episode of Worst Year Ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the end, uh, Robert Evans just mentioned offhand that, like, we're not going to know who won the election for a long time after Election Day. And I just really can't, like, that that, that thought is, like, still, like, processing in my mind. Oh, like, that he, he like, thinks that um, that Trump won't give up the White House. In well, the that, too, loss. that too, but also just like we won't know, like the numbers. Right, 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 right. He says it could be like two weeks, yeah, and I'm trying to imagine that would just be a lost two weeks. Right, like, but what like, the fuck are you gonna do for two weeks? It's not, it's not the first time it's happened because that's what happened back in fucking 2000 when uh, Bush and uh, uh, Gore was contested, and the Supreme Court just decided, okay, Bush is president. Yeah, gotta love it, huh? God, I absolutely love God it. Gotta love that democratic institution of the Supreme Court. We do have, but there were some good primaries last night. Uh, AOC handily won her primary, which was fun to see. Just like see screenshots of all the uh, conservative YouTubers, like Pim Tool and all those motherfuckers. Yeah, the Tweet, screenshots uh, being like "Get woke, get broke," which is like their favorite saying right now. Get woke, go broke is like the most provably false thing. Like it's in so the- fucking funny because they also just like. They they make the um, the statement that anyone doing it is just doing it for money, right? Because that's the only reason anyone would ever care about other people because right. that's what they are doing. And yeah, they're they they. <laughs> like I I don't I I I have no love I I don't have much love for the Last of Us nor do I have much love for the Last of Us Two, but um seeing the uh fucking chuds over on the subreddit for that game getting their uh having screamed get woke go broke uh at that game for the last like two months since the leaks jesus uh, and then and then seeing them uh get their head kicked in by just the the, the i am frustrated with the with the extreme reward that naughty dog is reaping for the crunch and the bad things they did for that game right but I'm also enjoy having some Schadenfreude uh, at the the gamers TM being mad, and every every time get woke go broke is proven wrong, I am happy. It is funny every time, and it's like it is, I, it, it is kind of funny just seeing people uh, seeing them get like extremely extremely mad at uh, the Last of Us Two, and then seeing people I know getting extremely mad at it for entirely different reasons. Yeah, it's completely sour. It's completely muddied the waters on everything. It's very, fr- it's it's honestly very frustrating. The to the extent that like Neil Druckmann is now like tweeting some stuff that like there there was some like uh, first of all some, Neil Fuckman, Neil Fuckman. There was some I think misreporting about uh uh someone some there was some reporting about uh, people watching uh, uh violent videos in order to do work on this game, and there was some somehow it got spread from there that that was. That that was required, which I think is just people mixing it up with the stuff that was required of Nether Realm workers when they were working on right. The yeah, because that, that's where we heard game. that story before. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, Neil Druckmann was just like, "Oh, this probably came from the same people who are like the, the you know, a- Abby is a big mean transgender, or I'm doing mocap for this game for this sex scene, or yada yada yada," and just. It's it's very frustrating to me that I feel like legitimate criticism is just also getting lumped in with, and I mean that's just how it is, you know. Right right wing shitheads completely co opt legitimate criticism by making everything about just fucking being as loud as possible about as many bigoted things as possible. We've gotten way far off topic from the fucking primaries. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Someone someone managed to put a uh, bring back the national decks tweet on Pokemon's Black Lives Matter post. So oh that, that's God. about as far as these losers are willing to go. 
Yeah. But um, <sighs> Jamal Bowman uh, kicked ass at the primary. It's This what? one's not closed yet, but it's like a wide enough margin that it is probably a win. Was he the one who was up against the one that like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and everyone yeah, had gotten uh, in the corner of? What the fuck is his name? It's barely Elliot. worth remembering, apparently. Elliot, Elliot Engel. Engel? Yeah, it's Elliot Engel. He, Elliot Engel was endorsed by Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, uh, the Congressional Black Caucus, <laughs> which, like, goes and shows you how, how um, like, on the pulse that organization is now, that they were, you know, backing this shithead who's been in Congress for 32 years against, you know, a progressive black man running for the same position. <laughs> oh, God. It's exhausting. It's, it, um it, it, and Amy so McGrath, Amy McGrath, who is uh, going up against, who who wanted to go up against uh, Bitch McTurtle in Kentucky, handily seems to be, well, not handily, sorry, um, is currently seems to be losing the primary against the uh, her progressive um, challenger. Yeah, Charles that's, Booker. It, that's what the name is. Yeah, sorry, yeah I, I'm having it, major I, brain farts today. That's fine. I read all this I, I earlier, think, but was, it all just Charles, went... Was Charles Booker the one who... Uh, never mind. There was a, like, fucking, like, a, a faint outline of a, of a thought in my head there. Never mind. But, um, yeah, let's fucking, let's fucking go with these primaries. Yeah. Um, get these, sh- get these shitheads out of here. Uh, make what, you know, long live the new flesh. Death to... What is it? Is it, is it Death to Videodrome? Not long Live the New Flesh or vice versa? It's been too long since I've seen that movie. I've never seen it, so I it's probably good. should. Long, li- long Live the New Flesh. And by New Flesh, I mean progressives. In- yeah, it was like, you don't under any circumstances have to hand it to electoralism, but it's nice to get a win sometimes. It is. Very much so. It's nice to feel like things aren't completely terrible, even when demonstrably they are. Yeah. But uh, that said, everyone still continue pushing direct action and uh, tear down as many statues as you can. Fuck all cops, etc. Uh, I, I would love to, yeah, fuck all cops. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, the cops have been struck by a uh, a, a, a fucking McChicken projectile uh, on the corner of 5th and 17th Street. And uh, as such, they have fired 15 canisters of tear gas into the local... Oh, sorry, someone uh, someone hid an entire rocket launcher inside the McChicken. <laughs> they were they were throwing deadly weapons. Uh, so, sorry, I opened up the... Uh, I opened up this Big Mac, and instead of beef patties, there was two ninja stars. <laughs> and I, I took a big bite into it, and now I look like the Joker. <laughs> it's like, you want to know how I got these scars... Ordering takeout on the fucking clock. Isn't it funny how every time that one of these cops, like, there was two stories, two, like, major news stories entirely Mm. fabricated by cop unions since we last recorded about officers getting, like, some kind of shit done to them by employees at a fast food place. As if, like, anyone at a fast food place has any time to do any tampering that isn't spitting in your food. That's why it's always spitting. That's the easy one. You don't yeah, have to go exactly. get anything. <laughs> I, I always remember this story that I, maybe this was passed around your school too, but there was one that I remember hearing where like someone was eating a salad at Olive Garden and it tasted funny. And it turned out there were like, uh, like 10 different employees had, had ejaculated into it. Like Olive Garden, ain't got time to wait for 10 whole men to nut. Yeah. Like unless they have a guy in the back that they are just milking nut from the whole time, 
and that's how they no, no, that's was, how they flavor all the salads. It was ten. It was ten different people. Ten different people. That's just unrealistic. <laughs> just get just get like ten guys standing in a line, like, and just have them start jerking slightly off sync from each other. Well, see, they have, have they have th- one person who is trained to crank the guys, but also to crank the parmesan onto your food. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a it's a reusable skill set. God, just twisting the just twisting the head of the penis like the knob of a pepper grinder. Yeah, exactly. No difference and whatsoever. What, and that's what makes the cum come out. Anyway, um, the the crazy, sorry, the 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 wildest thing about it is that one of them involved like a frappuccino at Starbucks, uh-huh. which like first of all. If you've ever been into a Starbucks in your entire life, you can see every single person who works at that Starbucks at once. Yeah. Even in the largest Starbucks, your field of vision encompasses the entire staff. Yeah. Second of all, that is not what a tampon looks like. Yeah, no, the, the image looks like a piece of insulation someone, like, jammed into a... Into a Frappuccino. Yeah. Uh, and, well, it's like, third of all, even if it was, it's not going to absorb that much in a Frappuccino, which is cold. Yeah. Like, like it's just, uh, like, it just, it just doesn't work like that. And then the other one is, like, guys that said they, they were poisoned at Shake Shack, and none of them had even gotten symptoms, is how it turned out later. And it's like, oh, golly, who would have thunk they were lying about it the entire time? Yeah, cops are just, like... I don't know. I may have said this exact thing before, but like, I've known I, I have known and believed for a good while that the cops fucking suck. But like, I, I can't lie. There was still a part, a, a small part of me that was like, I mean, they can't all be bad. But like, this or like past, maybe like, maybe the institution itself is in some way redeemable. But like this past like month and a half, two months has just like shown me that like beyond the shadow of a doubt, like and I'm I'm frankly a little bit ashamed that it took me this long to get to this point. Like I should have been, like, I should have had like my eyes on, open sooner. With on this, everyone's but. fucking eyes on them, they decide to act as badly as possible. Like they they're just they're a bunch of petulant fucking children. It is ridiculous. I, I truly feel like every fucking day I'm hearing about a different cop who did to someone what that cop did to George Floyd that killed him. Like, I am hearing about the cops kneeling on someone or another's neck every fucking day. Like, they are just, they, like... Well, and some I, of them I, are, I, I like, old stories that never really got circulation, like, um... The, the, the live PD one are you talking about? God, not even that one. Um, Elijah yeah, McClain. Yeah, the yeah, God, the the Elijah McClain one is so fucking sad. Oh my God! Like, there's a whole like his whole statement about what happened, like his his last words and stuff, and like he was just like jamming out to music. Yeah, like that's... could not have been doing anything less incriminating than like yeah. fucking dancing around to music. It, and it's like so every single upsetting. fucking day, there's more and there's more and there's more and there's more, and every day, city councils aren't like other than Minneapolis like that's that's a step they're putting a step towards like defunding their police department but it's not done yet it hasn't happened yep them uh, saying they're just... going to do it like you don't believe a politician when they say they're going to do something until they fucking do it yeah and then you um, won't even you won't even have some organizations won't even fucking do that like uh Vancouver um requested a 1% cut of the Vancouver Police Service's budget and then the police just said no 
did you have, have I ever talked about Rochester's Police Accountability Board on this podcast? I don't think so, but I'd be glad to hear it. So, um, last year, I think it, yeah, last year there was like a special elect, uh, a special vote, uh, no, it's not like a special vote. It, it was a vote done at the same time as our primary, you know, one of those flip the ballot over things. Right. Uh, our local election. And it was like overwhelmingly voted upon that Rochester's police needed a police accountability board that was like independently operated of the cops. Right. And it like overwhelming support. Like, I don't remember the exact numbers, but like at least in excess of 60% of the people who uh, at least in excess of 60% voted yes. Right. The next day, the cop union sued that that was like against that that would like fuck up their job somehow. And they managed to get the thing completely just knocked on its ass. Yeah. Anyways, I only, I only bring this up because the other day Rochester uh, had its budget, uh, had its city budget uh, voted on. And we managed to, we, we took down those police. We took down those cops. We, we stripped away 4% of their funding. Yeah. How much did they still get? Um, let me just Google real quick, uh, RPD annual budget. Rochester Police Department in, from the, in 2018 to 2019 received 90.38 million U.S. dollars. Good fucking Lord. I'm just going to Google real quick out of curiosity what our, uh, what our, like, transit system gets, uh, <laughs> Rochester. I, 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 I put out, like, a, a little call on Twitter that was basically just, like, what percentage of... Like, what ratio of the police budget to, like, transit funding would you need to have free transit? And, like, there were a number of major cities where it's less than 100% in that, like, the amount of funding that goes to cops could easily pay for free transit and then some. And it's just fun to think about um, what's considered essential in a city. Yeah. Is Uh, is terrorizing homeless people. (laughs) Yep. So our our, our uh, bus budget gets a cool ten million dollars less than our cops do every year. You love it. I do, in fact, love it. And like the it's it's the it's the Rochester busing, but like it only covers very it only covers like a small like cutout of the. I'm getting too into the weeds on local politics here. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Uh, the only bus experience I've had around Rochester is Greyhounds in and out of it, and mm-hmm. Greyhound just threatened to fully pull out of Canada entirely. I saw that and I got so fucking mad. Yeah, uh, they they threatened to pull out of Canada entirely if drivers didn't take a severe pay cut and also a cut to their pensions. So, like, before even declaring bankruptcy, they're already trying to loot the pensions. And it's like, if the Canadian government doesn't fucking nationalize them, I'm going to fight Justin Trudeau myself. I I, I, think, I feel like you've promised to fight Justin Trudeau already, so he's already he's already like on the he's on notice for like three for like three rounds in the ring with you I, already. Well, first of all, he actually literally did go into the ring with a conservative MP who disagreed with him once, literal actual boxing match. Um, and Justin Trudeau did very much kick that guy's ass. Um, the, Uva Bowl, the Uva Bowl of politicians, they're calling him. Yeah, <laughs> I bet he makes worse movies though. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I feel like I've I've threatened to fight him specifically on the issue of needing to nationalize inner city transit. Yeah. Did, because did you do that thing um sorry, go on, go on. Well, it's just because like um Greyhound services being uh discontinued in like the west and northwest of Canada was directly linked to the increase in number of murder missing and murdered indigenous women. Like direct correlation between those two things because That's it a... made it less safe to travel along yeah. those corridors. 
Yeah, absolutely. R- uh, rural bus services. There was there was a rural bus service operated by the government of Saskatchewan that was uh, privatized and then shut down by the Saskatchewan government, and they just haven't replaced it with anything. Like yeah. this is this is like people in like look at a fucking map and look how big Canada is. And just consider that there are people who don't live, like, two seconds from the border that need ways to get in and out of their cities. And they're, yeah. they're largely people who don't have the kind of funds that would be required to move elsewhere, and also shouldn't have to, because they're there. They, they should be able to live where they live if Canada wants to claim sovereignty over them as a country. Which, Canada is fake, it's three mining companies in a trench coat, yada yada yada, we've been over it. Yeah. I'm starting to think that I'm starting to think that countries might be bad. Countries are bad. Um. Uh. W- one last thing, I guess, before we go. Bef- well, if you have other stuff, please. But uh, I've got I mean, I have like thing. three other things, like all like minute internet related. St- well, not minute, just like all distinct internet related stories. But I sure, almost feel like. Do, we'll, we'll, <laughs> I almost well, feel like I'm just a- like uh like just kind of rattling them off closer to the end, uh, because sure. most of them don't really require a huge deep dive from us. All, all I have is the all, all I was going to say before we before I go into my my the my secret sauce that I've been saving, uh, right. is the thing. That, did you see that thing about the LAPD threatening to uh, saying that there there cannot be a, an Olympics in Los Angeles in twenty twenty eight unless we increase the police budget by thirty percent? Yeah, you just get rid of the Olympics and the cops. It seems like a real easy play to me. Like a vote for Bart is a vote for anarchy ass slogan. Yeah, versus a vote for Bart is a vote for anarchy, but in right. a cool font. Um, so, so what are your internet stories? I think I know what two of them are, but I, I'm, I think I'm in the dark on the third. Uh, the first one is related to something awful. Uh, okay, this... what, 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 uh, what, what is it? What's the awful thing? <laughs> the website. But, uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, um... Rich Kianka, Rich Lotex Kianka is a fucking piece of shit asshole human. Like, I, we already kind of knew that he was a piece of shit, but like, this is. I don't think I had, I don't level. think I had the idea that he was a like three times multiple domestic abuser. Like, yeah, it, it is not. And like, thankfully, the 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 mods are are being real good about it. Like, not to say like something awful is the best place on the internet, but they have a pretty strong community, and the mods and admins or the modmins, as they call themselves most of the time, have united pretty uniformly on this. And mm. like, this is a this is a mod group that has historically not had a very great relationship, not had a really great. Uh, track record on abusers in the community there have been multiple abusers that have run through the mod teams um that's where fucking schmorky existed for like a bajillion years yeah that's a name i don't want to hear yeah don't want to hear that name don't look it up and the fact that they are completely united on this and say get the fuck out or we'll just leave we'll do something else like we don't want to lose the forums over this but we're willing to see them go if, yeah. it, if it means cutting off your source of income, because, like, this is the, like, I don't think he makes much off of, like, forum accounts anymore, but, like, people are also dipping off his Patreon, because he has a Patreon for some yeah. fucking reason. Fucking, the... So, uh, fuck, I, I, fuck I, Rich Kianka, find other places to do, there, there's, like, a bajillion Discord servers and whatnot, they're trying to find, find a new place. One of the one of like the fucking nightmare things about this was a couple of days ago uh, in one of the servers that I'm in, uh, which has a high uh, current and former goon population. Right. 
uh, one of them posted a, a thing on Facebook from uh, Logan, which is uh, Rich's like current wife or most recent wife, depending on where the paperwork is. I don't really know, but uh, it was just her like standing in front of a mirror, holding up her phone, and going to the camera, just being like. I, I lied about everything. Rich low tax is innocent. I'm sorry for ruining his life. And then today that and th- then today Logan put up a Facebook post that was like, uh, okay, so I'm on my way to an airport now. Uh, Rich forced me to say all those things because he w- because he thought that I, he said that I was quote unquote ruining his life. Uh, I'm safe and just like a picture of an airport uh, of, yeah. an, uh, of an airplane ticket and and he had just- like stalked a previous wife to a domestic abuse shelter using her like her phone information. And, like, checking garbage. cell phone pings. Like, oh, just a horrible, horrid, absolute like, garbage can of a person. Like, Moot is a motherfucker, but at least I haven't heard from him. In, at least I haven't heard anything about him in ten years. Right. Oh, and, the, and, and Moot's problem was primarily the age at which he started the site kind of poisoning his brain yeah. long term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, what's, what's your second, what's your second uh, story from online? Uh, the second one is related to Cards Against Humanity. Uh, mm-hmm. This one's pretty quick. I think we can get through it pretty quickly. There was an article put out on Polygon about the office culture of Cards Against Humanity. Sorry, uh, yeah, I just had a lot of burps at once. Oh, it happens. That's what you get for drink. What do you, what do you what do you what are you sipping on? It was a Mill Street Organic. It's already gone. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but basically, Cards Against Humanity's office culture has been like a completely horrible and toxic place for any women or people of color consistently over the over the course of years, which like is one of those things that like doesn't really feel like a surprise, but still really sucks to hear. If like yeah. like as much as Cards Against Humanity has always been like a like a real kind of shitty game with a lot of really needlessly edgy stuff in it. They've, they've yeah, like, spent a lot of time over the years trying to do things for progressive causes. And it really does just seem like the, all of that is a smokescreen for how shitty Max Temkin is specifically as a person. Yeah, and it's it's been it's been like equal parts. Like re- I've been very relieved to see a lot of people who I respect like publicly cutting ties with Max Temkin over this because. Right, because no one did that in 2014. Like he has been known to be a fucking sex pest slash creep slash rapist since twenty fourteen. <laughs> and like put like and like they're like, you know, people like fucking Giant Bomb were still like in deals with him as recently right. as I believe twenty sixteen. And it's just the fact that they like you know, uh, Hey Riddle Riddle, which is a podcast that I otherwise love. There was a pre-roll ad where they shouted out Max Temkin, uh, uh, like a couple, like a year or two ago. It's just, it's, it's. I am equal parts relieved that they are finally cutting ties with him, and extremely frustrated that it took them this right. fucking long. I feel like the only person whose whose statement really like conveyed the level to which like people failed the communities around them was Anita Sarkeesian's. Yeah. Uh, because hers is like, I was complicit in this. I was like actively helping him shield himself by mm. being friends with him. I yeah. was like actively committing to a culture where people are going to be afraid to speak up. And like, I thought that was a really good statement for that reason in that, you know, it's like a mea culpa actually acknowledging the direct harm, not only in not directly helping the victims or speaking to the victims really in any way, but also just, like, further shielding from future issues. Like, this is something that, like, I've had to deal with a lot of fucking bad creeps coming up in circles of people that I have worked with. And 
that's really all you have to do. That's what you have to do. And I've, I've done the same, I've done the same shit. I've definitely covered for people longer than I should have. And it really comes down to, you need to do right by your community and just cut them the fuck off. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, Christ, how do I still have another story? <laughs> what, what, what is your, is your other story, uh, fuck Wendig? It is fuck Wendig. Yeah. So, uh, there's a lawsuit against the Internet Archive, uh, based on their lending library. Uh, their lending library was a service where they would cheaply digitize books by scanning them and mm-hmm. then would use, uh, like a traditional library, um, DRM structure. So, like, you can loan the book for two weeks. And they right. only ever loaned out as many copies as they had physical copies of the books until they launched the emergency open library, which removed those lending limits. Mm-hmm. And for, I just until, make, the, until the end of this month, right? Was it? it was supposed to be till the end of June. Uh, they actually suspended it about a week and a half ago mm-hmm. uh, on the basis of the lawsuit. And I want to make it very clear that these were not like loose PDFs of books. Yeah. But they were specifically DRM-structured files that would expire after two weeks, like any library would give out. And the only difference is that they were scans and not um, not like a, a, a proper ebook. Right, yeah. And the main reason that they were that they were doing this... Well, first of all, this is a way that plenty of services archive their books. Like mm-hmm. Google, books is, Google Books' primary basis is on scanned books. Like, a lot of older archives are just scanned books. Because no one wants to fucking type out an old-ass book again. Like, most of these manuscri- most of the manuscripts for these kind of books only exist in, like, a typeset format. Like, yeah. literal li- literal typing bricks. Right, yeah. Because, like, they're all... Like, so many... Most literature is pre-computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except, like, that one Smash Bros. fanfic that's longer than the Iliad. That one Smash Bros. fake is is extremely powerful. I think about it. I think about it pretty. Frequently. It is one of the most powerful things that's ever existed. Yeah. Um, and essentially, um, fuck Wendig brought this up because like three of his books were on the site, and in the entire ex- existence of the library, not even just like the emergency library, but in the entire existence of the library, there had been three total lens of one of his books. Yeah. And uh, all of them were taken off immediately once a specific complaint was put in by him. Yeah. And uh, J- Jason Scott, who's one of the guys who runs the archive, was responding to, like, personal Twitter requests from people just adding the archive. Being like, take my fucking books off here. And he's like, okay. And he's being, like, real cordial and polite with them, despite the fact that they're being completely unreasonable. And not just, like, you know, filing the request through, like, the actual service provided on the site to do so. And yeah. I think the, uh, the overall damage that this lawsuit can pose are a bit overblown. Like, people were were suggesting that they would be charged the full roughly $150,000 per book on the site in total. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the actual case seems to be that there was roughly 50 or 60 specific books that are named in the claim, um, which is by a couple of um, imprints, including HarperCollins, Hachette, Wiley, and Penguin Random House. And, like, those books would each have, like, the full price of the, uh... So it would come up to about $80 million, which, while a lot of money, is somewhat close to what their normal operating budget is for the year. So it's something that they could scrounge up, possibly, if they needed to. Yeah. But it's nonetheless, like, 
this is where like the most important archive we have. This is basically the library of fucking Alexandria. The number of books that they have that are completely out of print elsewhere, just just considering the books, just considering this market is already incalculable, but then you consider like the number of old video games that they have that aren't available anywhere and video games preservation is something I've gotten into on this on this fucking podcast before. Yep, me as well. <laughs> we like it's really really got into that one. Um, the like old Flash websites, old websites in general, uh, their tweet archives, their Vine archives. Uh, they have like old archives of Newgrounds. Like they they've they have preserved culture better than anyone. Yeah, absolutely. And author uh, and, authors and that every, are mad. A single person who has contributed a single thing to the uh, ongoing project to archive all the Flash shit that's going to go away at the end of this year yeah. has contributed immensely more to society than Chuck Wendig ever has or will. Yeah, like. Now I'm just thinking of Chuck Wendig's fucking Vroom. his porn Tweet. essay. Oh, that one. <sighs> um, anyways, to, to just to cap that off, just to quote uh, ZC Shrieking Shack, uh, the, the Internet Archive stuff is a perfect encapsulation of the way we're trained to hate poor people. Multi-billion dollar pubs pay their authors scraps and then convince them that the people are reading for free are the reason why they're paid scraps. Right. Like, the, the whole thing about publishing is that publishing as an industry is based entirely on the concept of whales. And that being that maybe two books will make up 90% of their revenues for the entire year. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they aren't able to make more off of that, working in publishing or even just being authors in a publishing house, um, is based entirely on the structure of that org and not on people stealing the books. Yeah. That said, like, I do have friends that work in publishing. If you can afford books, please buy books. If you can lend, if you get books from a library that will count your stats towards that author and help get them paid better lend get it from a library if it is available to you but i think that largely preservation is an incredibly important thing to be able to maintain and i think that while definitely turning out to be a bad pr move in the long run the open library was a very good idea yeah um that definitely should have gotten as much positive press as it got negative press yeah. For just being something that allows huge access for people to read. Yeah. So I, I've been sitting on this story to for uh, a good little while. Uh, Matt, have you heard anything about this Twitch lawsuit? I have. Damn it. I was really hoping I'd be able to catch you off guard. I'm but still, I read it very lightly. How and would I would you very like, much how, like you to read some of it at me anyway. How would you like to sue someone? for? How would you like to sue Twitch.tv because they, because they made you horny? Didn't they ban all the horny streamers? I feel like they banned all the horny streamers. So they've, they, the thing is that there is a constant uh, rallying cry against girl streamers ever showing any bit of their body and what whatsoever. Right. Um, you know, quote unquote, titty streamers have been the quote unquote bane of gamers existence since the start of, since basically since Twitch has existed. And all these, just like, all these fucking losers are always in those streams anyway. Just, like, yeah, hurling absolutely. abuse at them from the chat. So, uh, Eric Estavillo, uh, is, uh, sent up, is, uh, ser- Twitch was, Twitch.tv was served an official summons on June 19th from Mr. Est- Estavillo. 
Um, his his claim says that he suffers from severe uh, several medical issues that require him to rely only online for his entertainment, such as o- including OCD and sex addiction. And he claims that Twitch makes it worse. Here's here's some choice quotes from the from the here uh, we go. from the lawsuit. Twitch has extremely exacerbated his, his condition by displaying many sexually suggestive women streamers through Twitch's twisted programming net code, making it nearly impossible for the plaintiff to use Twitch without being exposed to such sexual content. I mean, literally Accor- just don't look at the front the, page. It's not hard. According to the complaint, this guy is following 786 female streamers and zero men. Good lord. This reminds me of that one fucking... Uh, that one, the one Twitter user who's like, he made like an e- e-girl tier list, and it was like the image was so large that each like picture was scaled down to be like one pixel tall. <laughs> and it's like, good uh, lord, man. <laughs> uh, it, it, quote. In addition, Twitch also takes advantage of the plaintiff and many other sexually addicted viewers by allowing them to quote subscribe, donate, or pay bits end quote to these women streamers. Twitch uses this immediate gratification reward system against their sexually addicted viewers no different than how a casino would. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the thing is, I have fallen, not, not in this way, but I have fallen victim to the, you know, I, I want to hear a streamer say my name so I will give them $5 yeah. thing. Like, just the instant gratification. Not for a sexual thing, just because it's it's fun to hear someone try and pronounce Sonha Genia. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um... But it's uh very, very it's just been this 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 lawsuit is just it, it's just the absolute absurdity that I really need today. Yeah, if you guys want to be really grossed out, just seek out the lawsuit for the things that Sarah will not be reading on air, um, because he gets into really graphic detail about how much his ding dong has suffered because of these vixen Twitch streamers. He's got the ketchup skin bottle going on. I hate that. I hate that you've said it. I hate that I've had Listen. to see that phrase more than once this week. Listen to City Girls Make Do. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so... I hate it. Yeah. You want I to mean, do even, it, it basically gets to even the point, like, if a girl is on Twitch to be sexually suggestive towards an audience, to gain an audience, and to gain money off an audience, who gives a fuck? Like, get it, get it how you gotta get it. It's like... like the, the it's basically it's it's a chilling effect of like targeting sex workers on these platforms will cause the targeting of people who are not sex workers who are deemed to be anything like a sex worker. Yep. And that's basically what it comes down to. They they wanted to ban s- people who were explicitly doing sexy stuff on the platform, like the one streamer who kept like streaming her workouts mm-hmm. like aiming down her shirt. <laughs> and it's like you do you. But like the the chilling effect from this is that anyone doing anything even perceived remotely sexy has been getting flagged by the algorithms and often kicked off the site and lo- losing their income. Yeah, and it sucks, and that is why it really does top top down. You just need to support sex workers on every platform and allow them to have stability and safety, and it will encourage the safety of everyone else as well. Hundred percent. So, do you want to get into Lightbringers? Sure. What do you got? Um, my Lightbringer this week is going to be uh, I, I'm doing a t- I'm doing a two for this this week. Two uh, almost almost twenty year old video games. Oh, good. Um, I was hoping one of them would be that. Yeah, one of them is going to be I finished replaying Resident Evil Four the other day, or well, today actually. What um, are you buying? 
that game still remains extremely slapping. Um, the Switch port has... I can't believe there are fucking frame rate issues. Like, I'm not really one to complain about frame rate, but, like... It's a 20-year-old game. Yeah, specifically only when you reload the rifles, it, like, com- it like drops, like, 10 frames per second for some fucking reason. Oh, God. But it's, it still slaps extremely well, except for the last hour of that game, which is just, like... It might have one of the most severe gaps in quality in video games. That, well, like, like the ending the of that hour. game is a fucking, like, jet ski race through a tunnel for some well, reason, isn't so it? I, I truly think that, like... Past the uh, the 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 part where the hel- the guy in the helicopter Mike comes and helps yeah. you out, I think from there to the end of the game, it's bad. Like, yeah, I I don't like the helicopter scene very much. The first time through, it actually has some good spectacle, but I don't like it otherwise. Um, this the final boss fight fucking sucks, and the jet ski sequence is also garbage. I I don't think I've ever I've finished that game maybe like five or six times, and I don't think I've ever gotten a, a run of it where I don't like beef it at least once to that jet right. ski sequence. Well, yeah, because stuff yeah. like drops out of the sequence and it's uh, out of the series ceiling, and it's ceiling. like random. Yep, sucks. The the other twenty year old video game I've been playing is uh, I finally decided to get into Melee. Hell yes, because uh, they they <laughs> they got rollback in this shit now. Yeah, also Melee is a game that has always run very well. Super Smash Brothers Melee, yes. to be clear. Me- yeah. Super, Super Smash Bros. Melee. Melee- Melee has al- Melee has always had a robust netplay scene, or uh, uh, yeah, a robust netplay yes. scene, uh, which has definitely bloomed in the most in the recent couple of months. What with you know all in person tournaments being canceled for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing, other other thing is that it has always been a very well performing game on Dolphin. Like you, you are getting like pretty much console speed. The yeah. only difference being that like most people's monitors aren't CRTs, and so like you have to have very specific refresh rate settings to match. Mm-hmm. Like what the gameplay is going to be like, but like the newest build that they've released for uh, for Dolphin is like a specific pack-in build has matchmaking. It has matchmaking built in. You don't have to go to Smashboards or Smash.gg. I can't remember which. I can't. I, I can't remember what the fuck it is that you normally would go. Net, to Netplay was using Smash.gg most recently. Yeah, 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 you you can still do that because there is no like ranked thing or like any like uh, MMR of any variety. So you're just like if you queue up, you might get matched up against me, who is a basically uh, someone who has not touched melee since Super Smash Brothers Brawl came out. Uh, or you could get matched up against someone who like can like you know literally wave, Leffen. You, you get matched up against literally Leffen. Yeah, you could get <laughs> matched up against literally Leffen. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, that's I I have not touched uh, even the unranked matchmaking. I'm just playing with people I know, and it is just butter smooth. It is, and it's especially so good. especially funny because they just had like a like a big tournament on mm-hmm. uh, on Smash Ultimate. Yeah, and it ran like fucking garbage. Like, yeah. the matches just, like, so many disconnects, so many matches that just couldn't even be completed, and it's good that there is something that people can actually play. I don't know if Nintendo's going to come down on this. Like, they've historically not come down on net play, likely for the same reason they haven't come down on Pokemon Showdown, um, mm. in that it's how their entire the competitive community, com- uh, community, like, you know, functions at all. Yeah. Like, it would just be shooting themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
the yeah it, it's just absolutely it, it's it's truly staggering it's just you know i i get what like you know the bigger a fighting game roster is the harder it is to implement rollback net code like, right just basically the, the more the more the more variables that you have the harder it is to implement it's why you'll always see like well not always but you will more often see independent like uh independent or smaller roster fighting games it with it like you know Skullgirls, for right. example or whereas like like smash herds. ultimate for example is going to be passing 80 characters very soon yep shout outs to min min shout outs to min min um, uh, so i can see but, why they haven't implemented it there but it's like but at the same time also it's like you're kind of nintendo you could like right try to make your net code like good well yeah hire a lot of people because you can afford it <laughs> Nintendo's historically just bad about the concept of online in general. I and mean, like Game Freak's even worse than like mm-hmm. beta, like regular Nintendo is. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of Melee, Matt, do you want to jam a game or two after we're done with this podcast? I, well, I might want to jam a couple of uh, games of Melee after this. Might have to do that. Hell yeah. Maybe I'm when Steph's, maybe when right Steph's done watching Johnny, Johnny Mnemonic over there. Nice. Uh, listen to City Girls Make Do, subscribe on the Patreon for the Keanu bonus episode on Johnny Mnemonic, re- Mnemonic recording this weekend. Johnny Mamama. I can't, I just can't say that word on first it try. Is a hard, it is a hard word to say. It starts with an M, but it doesn't sound like it? What's your Lightbringer? Um, I wanted to just recommend, uh, a couple of podcast episodes, as I want to do every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I, I'm actually just gonna have to look it up just to see what the actual title of the episode is. Uh, but it's the the New Day podcast. The New Day being the uh, the wrestling group, and they had an episode um, about the about police violence. That is, is just really really good. Um, just like how they feel about everything, and like talking about someone who has worked in racial justice about the the protests. And about how they they feel about the police in general, and it is just like a really moving episode. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's the the deepest and hardest that like any celebrities have been going on this. And I've I really really appreciated listening to it. Um, I'm just trying to find like the title of the episode, but their website isn't very good. Uh, so I'm gonna have to try to find somewhere else to look at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is a uh, a conversation about racial injustice. The new day. Feel the power. Uh, it's their June eighth episode, and you can actually find it right on YouTube. So they 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 have up they have uh, a cross posted the episode in full on YouTube, whereas they yeah. normally just do previews. So definitely, definitely, definitely check that out. Um, and then the other one is the newest episode of Citations Needed, uh, episode one twelve. How polarization discourse flattens power dynamics and says nothing. Um, it's just a really good dive into why the concept of polarization is bullshit. Um, things that are seen as being polarizing are often things that have broad-based support among, like, the American in this example, but also in general, like, the things that have broad-based support among a population will be seen as divisive because, like, the talking heads in politics land disagree about it. And it's also just about how generally media has resorted to primarily just meta narratives about politics. It's like people are talking about politics wrong and we're going to talk about how they're talking about politics wrong instead of, you know, any of these people in any way doing politics. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a very good episode and it was very illuminating. Um, like it's one of those things where it's like, you don't, 
what you're hearing from them isn't necessarily new to you, mm. right? Uh, but it's like it's being put in a way that's so clear you can't possibly miss it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of podcasters, give a quick shout out to um, pos- one of the most shouted out podcasters on this podcast, uh, Robert Evans. Uh, his miniseries "Behind the uh, Behind the Police" uh, is really good. I've listened to the first episode. It's him and uh, rapper Propaganda talking about the history of the police. Uh, yeah, episode I, episode I, one was real good. Really, really good shit. Um, yeah. Bobbert Evans, thank you very much for your content. We do love, we do love Robert Evans, and also on the note of podcasts, God, I wish, like huge tangent, but I kind of wish Bob Evans was still around. Like That's, the restaurant, it's a restaurant, Bob right? Is. Doesn't exist up here, so I, I've I've only heard about it tangentially. Uh, I was just going to say shout out to Val of the show for finally launching their own noise space podcast. Remember how Val has, as a Lightbringer, said to watch Elementary more than three times? Well, if you did finally do that, you can now listen to a podcast about it. It's called LMNOP. It's <laughs> just such a good fucking title. And it is right here it on is. the Noise Space Network. You want to bring this to the close? Uh, yeah, so thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat, Just a Fact. Uh, thank you very much for being for bearing with us while we took that uh, that that time off uh, uh, two weeks ago, and also apologies for the fact that this episode is this episode was supposed to happen last week, but then I got uh, full transparency. Uh, I uh, it was supposed to happen last weekend. I got extremely waylaid on Friday. I got extremely waylaid on Saturday, and then on Sunday, my brain just said no thoughts, depression only. Yeah, uh, sometimes and, it's like that. Yeah. So, uh, but we managed to get this back together. So we are, you know. Podcast podcasting in the free world, baby. Whoop whoop. Um, I'm going to recommend that uh, in, in, instead of donating to our Patreon, uh, I'm going to instead recommend that you give to the uh, 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 causes surrounding the Black Lives Matter movement, give to bail funds and such. But I will still be shouting out the patrons that uh, have donated to our Patreon. Uh, so I'm going to pull that list up real quick. Uh, Matt, while that is, while I'm doing that, would you like to uh, do your plugs real quick? Uh, plug, plug where we are and pl- do the rest of our plugs. Uh, we are HKIPGTD everywhere. That is Facebook, even though that is just a, a bot that posts there. We have a Twitter. We have a Tumblr, which we sometimes will use, but not very often. Mostly Twitter. Follow our Twitter, HKIPGTD. Um, and we are also on Patreon. On Patreon, you can, uh, if you if you are one of our subscribers, for one dollar you get any and all bonus content delivered to you in a wonderful, convenient RSS feed. At five dollars, you get a special role in our Discord of Comrade. And uh, God, what else do you get for five? I'm actually. Uh, I think that's it for five. Yeah, all right. You also get access to the nicknames channel, which is occasionally they used. Change, they change uh, the fucking again, Jesus Christ! They changed the yeah, they changed the layout again. It's yeah, a real pain I can't in the ass. Fi- I can't even find the old list where I would like read off patron names. Jesus Christ! Okay. The relationship manager has them pretty good. You just have to, you have to hover over the long ones. Yeah. But it's probably the best you're gonna get. At ten dollars, you are a Conrad. You can listen as we record the podcast. Which is a, it's just, it's just good because we edit the hell out of these things most of the time. So yeah. Uh, so thank you very much to Cast, Claire Steer, Corleone Capone Cohen Apologist, Tufster McGee, uh, Indian Snuffkin, Rain Raven, Your Sapphic Minecraft ACAB, ACAB Wife, uh, 
Nice. Patrick Van Brunt, Alex H., Wynn, Jacob Sears, hmm, Bryce, Stefan Death and the Griffs, Eve Noel Williams, Maximilian Rohr, Burgermeister, Bryant, Nick Clarkson, Jane Wick, Destry Hawk, Pierre the Disaster, Alex Hoot, Non-Binary with Left Beef, Ashy News, Summer Guys, Dijonese, Chaz Goblin, Pregnant Seinfeld, David Besser, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, The Tallest Jew, Stephanie Ruff, and Alex Schaup. We love you all very much. We love you all very much. Um... I wanted to thank uh, Reddit user Bisexual Punch Party for running reddit.com slash r slash hkipgtv. You are, an ab- you, are a t- you are a true champion. Thank you very much to the taxpayers for the use of our intro music. Uh, 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 oh, my God. Evil Men off the album Cold Hearted Town. God, it's been, it's been over a month since I did this it's podcast. Fine. It's my fine. Brain is completely fine. You rusted it. over. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at SunHatZhenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. You can also listen to me on uh, Fear Baiting, which is the horror movie podcast that I do, and The Wonder Yerks, which is the Animorphs podcast that I do. I heard there's some news about an Animorphs movie, and I'm fucking terrified because I cannot think of a good way that they, were, that they will uh, adapt that. And If I, it's bad, I, I, it needs to at least be fun bad. I, I really want it to be like Artemis Fowl's levels of bad. Oh, hell bad. yes. <laughs> I'd like it to be good, but if it's got to be bad, I want it to be Artemis Fowl. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like a complete and utter artistic failure. Yeah, and I did that one with my friends Blair and Seda. Uh, and then I believe that... Oh, yeah, those are all under noisespace.xyz. Uh, thank you, Matt, overlord of the noise space for everything. Look at our new uh, website. Yeah, I don't think that had website. launched the last time we did an episode. Yeah. Um... And I think that's everything. So until next time. Well, I'm Matt. Uh, you can find me at MattGCN. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I uh, thought you did your plugs already, but I was looking for Patreon shit. I have, a, I have a million podcasts. Out of the active ones, there is Tuning Fork. We just recorded an episode on the 0.0 Pitchfork reviewed Travis Stan by Travis Morrison. And it's a weird ass album. I really would like you to check that episode out. Um, nice. Oh, happy Out of Touch Thursday. Oh, happy Out of Touch Thursday. Well, it's Thursday. Um, that's all I really feel like plugging right now. Let's let's close it out. All right. Uh, so until uh, wait, no, this has been Henry Kinsu's Pokemon going to die. Not a threat. Just a fact. Memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori and also Semper Funny. And also fuck all cops. And fuck all cops. Fuck all cops. Okay. Bye. Yeah.